0: damn it i'm not having a beer
1: i was gonna have a beer but i think i will have a, a panic attack if i do that so i'm not
2: <laughs> <laughs> just like her hero tom yeah, hardy as any Famous venom
3: <laughs> i know i
1: just have to do an assignment and a reading after this and i'll cry if i'm drunk and then <laughs> it won't be good but
2: nah, the more i read valid. about this movie the more i'm losing my goddamn mind <laughs> It's Venom 2 here only on the Late Late Capitalism (laughs) Show. Do not look at any other podcast that might have reviewed Venom 2 this week. We are the first (laughs) ones. We are the only ones. We are certainly going to have the most brain-damaged take on what many are calling the Citizen Kane of movies. That's right. My name is Jesse, and I am one of your four hosts today, joined as always by uh, my friend Dean.
3: Thank you. Let uh,
2: Goo the
3: evening (laughs) folks uh i just like to say let the record show that we've been talking about this movie for months before any other podcast that we crib the whole format from um but (laughs) i'm also uh joined by of course megan
1: that's right and i'm joined by chance
2: hey i'm chance today's episode will have swearing uh we'll have hooting and hollering It will have me, most likely, uh, discussing truly insane theories I have about this movie. So you are warned in advance. We're talking about perhaps the most twisted character in the history of cinema, comics, and all media. That's right. We're talking about a white woman who is blonde (laughs) with (laughs) a horrible haircut and also carnage. And because of that, Just be forewarned. This is going to get crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? I don't think it is, man. (laughs) Oh, I have so much to say about, once again, probably the worst movie I've ever seen that I will see again.
1: Uh, I was going to say, there's no so, way this is the worst movie you've ever seen. I went to Cats with you.
2: No, Cats like <laughs> Cats was more boring, but I think Cats was actually, believe it or not, probably more confidently no, made. You're literally wrong. That's <laughs> no, so not true. I was more like Star Wars was probably the worst movie I've seen in theaters. That one made me actively angry, whereas this one just left me extremely perplexed. That's for, because like, you makes didn't me... see
1: Pompeii in theaters, which I did. You, and that is the uh, world's you know, worst movie so Rest you
2: know what this is BG's. though this
0: this just makes me realize that you guys don't spend enough time just digging through the rough to find the diamonds oh like you guys You guys don't go diamond mining. I literally go to
1: Cineplex every week and watch a terrible movie. I just said that about Pompeii though, and I forgot that I went and saw um, the third installment of the After series, which is based on a fan fiction. Uh, It's created by Wattpad Studios. Yes, they have a movie studio now. Whoa! I thought it would be fun. It's um, a fanfic about having
3: sex with Harry Styles, but then they just changed his name. Okay. Well, and I've
1: watched all three of them and just thought that you know under like in certain influences it would be fun and it never is and i paid like $12 and it was the most boring aggravating experience of my life so actually that's probably the worst movie i've okay. seen but
2: look i we are going to need to get into this i would just like to say uh in 2018 one of my bosses at this tourism job i held disclosed to me that she saw the original venom four times in theaters Whoa, which was damn. one of the most mind-blowing <laughs> things I'd ever heard until she told me it was just because she thought Tom Hardy Tom Hardy was hot. And I was like, okay, that is a much better reason to see Venom 1 four times in he theaters. Is hot.
0: Wait a minute. Absolutely. Before we continue, Megan, Tom Hardy is hot?
1: Yeah, like there's this running joke that in most like action movies, he used to especially have his um, mouth covered um, by a mask of some sort like in the – whatever mad max. batman movie he's in and, and, and yeah. mad max and it's because he has beautiful pink rosy pouty lips and they look yes. too girly but he's so beautiful i don't know he he's is. hot
3: he to like, the he wrote like this man. movie yeah, uh, oh, oh, certified sweetie pie himbo Tom D- Hardy D- D- I'm gonna uh, takes up the all. pen for this one. Really? I want
2: to save that. I want to save that to the end because I want to walk you through the experience I had with this movie, and that is a keystone moment. I saw this with Chance, Chance's partner, and a friend of the show, and that was the only way I could like stomach this. Whereas Dean and Megan saw it on their own. That's true. <laughs> like That's fucking true. losers. That we got no friends horror. to go. We went in thought.
3: without a shaman, without a spirit guide. Yeah, uh, I
1: actually just returned from watching it 10 minutes ago. So i yeah, is fresh the, the out freshest, of the theater.
3: hottest Venom takes. And
1: Good. it was packed because it was Tuesday, so it was cheap day. So
2: Then I want you guys to correct me if I miss anything as I, I take us through this movie. And we're just going to kind of, you know, break it down scene by scene because there's a lot I have to say. And I, let's just get things going, okay? So we sit down. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, begins. <laughs> and within the first 30 seconds of the movie, you know, it's a bad sign. We start on a reform school known as St. Estes, where we see a young, ginger-haired, beautiful young man who is talking through <laughs> toilet pipes to a little black girl who he is friends with and also now married to because he gave her a ring
3: specifically this is a red-haired young boy who is speaking as if he's woody harrelson it's woody harrelson they they
2: dubbed his voice over the actor (laughs) it sounds really good and was one of the funniest ways to start this movie that's what i knew (laughs) made complete sense and didn't make me want to crawl out of my skin (laughs) yes so woody harrelson uh playing the role of cletus cassidy uh Media's most feared psychopathic killer. He's talking to his love, as it is termed, Francis Barrison, who has noted that the, quote, mutations are getting worse and that they're moving her <laughs> to some other, like, basically out of reform school into some weird institute. Uh, so that happens. The police show up. And they they put her in the paddy wagon, and you know Cletus Cassidy's banging on the window, and this yeah, is like the precious, which
1: isn't her name. So <laughs> no. that was also a lot. He
2: got her confused. Well, with no, it's because Andy woman. Circus
3: directed, so he had to throw yeah. that in there.
1: Oh, I uh, was wondering. I was like, this must be some sort of Easter egg, and I forgot that that's why. True. So
2: I was just like, we're gonna. So, they, she says the mutation's getting worse. We know later, we learn later in the film that she's always been able to scream at people. Like, she has, like, a sonic boom ability.
3: Which, so, for the record, I just want to say this movie is doing tropes. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's okay, a loud good. black woman.
2: Yeah, this is literally what I <laughs> thought oh, before I went to I bed. Didn't pull
1: that from it. We, we are Isn't tone policing loud black women. Isn't that has the exact women. same power, too?
3: Yeah, there's also uh, Banshee yeah. who does that. There's also Canary. one of the or something. Yeah. yeah
2: so th- they know that she can do this screaming thing so they show up with just a regular police paddy wagon with one guy in the back
3: <laughs> and he gets immediately <laughs> home
2: and she screams at him and then he just ganks her point blank in the face Yeah, she survives
3: <laughs> which is like that's the one moment of realism in this movie yeah <laughs> i also, also want to say shooting a black girl in the face that was
0: definitely some dumb cop setup you know what i yeah. mean like they were like oh don't worry boss we got this (laughs) like like, they pull up in the fucking paddy wagon
2: what's mind-blowing is that they had a special cell ready for her because that's where she goes immediately after this why would you just send one like moron cop who looked like a large version of the dwarf from joker to arrest this woman like what is going on (laughs) within the first minute of this movie it doesn't make any sense So she gets put into Ravencroft. She's in an underground science chamber. And then we flash forward about 24 years to... Now, this movie was filmed pre-pandemic. It was supposed to be released in October of 2020. And this has a very before-the-end-of-the-world vibe to it. So in the present day, Eddie Brock, our hero from Venom 1, Let There Be Venom uh <laughs> is contacted by the detective who we saw getting his ears blown out but a minute earlier because cletus cassidy wants to speak to eddie brock yeah and it's
3: a very very jarring cut to the present
2: I extremely also,
1: <laughs> this highlights something that the whole part of the movie i was struggling with was why cletus cassidy cared about eddie brock at oh, all yeah. like why did he even know who he was or bring him in or like say that he was obsessed with him like nine times like so what megan, was the connection it made no sense
0: so megan that was my favorite part of the movie was leaving and being like so how did cletus know eddie brock and both jesse and our friend was just like Oh no idea! It's not explained in the yeah, first. Yeah, they movie. don't they explain didn't miss it. They anything. just said it's like literally he, just nothing. he
1: wants to talk to you, and the guy's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And it's like, "Who does? Why? what Who? What is he the connection?" He didn't even say, here? "Oh, okay,
0: cool." He was he was like, "Oh, not
2: again!" Yeah, like, he uh, was like oh, really
0: He we <laughs> go again. <laughs> I must
3: a go. My planet needs me. It's like Eddie's, Eddie's
2: a journalist, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a famous serial killer." You know, you help me, I help you. So. Uh, Eddie goes to visit Cletus, which, by the way, Cletus, an incredible name. That's uh, Cletus Cassidy, as we discussed in
3: episode. Now, I'd also
2: like to say that when we originally saw Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy, he had the most ridiculous haircut known to humankind, yeah, like,
1: he had like a teenager haircut. He had that like a, a, a
2: red afro, like weird wavy hair thing, and then everybody laughed at it. So they changed it, and then Andy Circus said, "Oh, the change in his hair from the mid-credits scene is to quote indicate the passage of time between films."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
2: <laughs> which is awesome. That's amazing. It's not that everybody got mad at us, and that we had like a Sonic live-action movie backlash to how stupid Woody Harrelson's hair looked. It's because I, for the record, uh, was a firm supporter of that. Oh, I th- even then, whenever you see Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy, and this is true, you can ask our friend Dean and Megan, every time he appeared on screen, I just started laughing. <laughs> like, every single time I saw Oh, yeah, he was a beauty. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, Eddie goes to meet Cletus, and Cletus basically tells him, uh, you know, uh, I, I can tell you what you know, all the sensational stuff. If you publish this message in the paper for me. So Eddie publishes the message in the paper, but before he leaves, uh, Venom, who is living inside of him, if you aren't familiar with the first movie, uh, basically just tells him to go look at the wall of Cletus's cell, where he has all these like true detective style carvings into the wall, which is fitting given that it's Woody Harrelson. Uh, Mm -hmm. they go back to the apartment, you know, Eddie publishes this weird little gay haiku, uh, and then Venom taking control of Eddie Brock, just like sketches out all the things from the walls and they use it essentially to find where Cletus buried a bunch yeah. of victims. So like
3: Venom, which for the record is this alien life form that like yes. lives inside of Eddie Brock, a somehow a, like has a photographic memory and B mm-hmm. just by looking at a drawing of a coastline. Uh, knows the that,
1: coastline.
3: Yeah, knows exactly where it is. Uh, just like the, the 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 etching of a coast into a cell wall. He looks at that and he's like, oh yeah, that's over there. And then Eddie uh, uses that information to find the dead body. Also, the place
1: yes. that they were imprisoning, Cletus Cassidy, where he was allowed to draw and scrape on the walls like no other... Like law enforcement thought to look at the carvings or drawings or, you know, <laughs> pin them to anything ever. Like, why is this also, the first time this is happening? Uh,
0: because he has a. Whose dead mind. body? Whose dead body? Nobody knows. Well, it's yeah, just know. never he's just a
3: serial killer. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. So. They
0: never talk about if it's a man or a woman or how it's connected to him or anything. It was just literally we found a body. Oh Look, my this, god! This
3: movie doesn't have truth. time
2: for that because we have no, to get to the good stuff. It's ninety-seven stuff. minutes. It like doesn't this have is time yeah, it's, it's a
3: very short film. This is again a sort of return to form for the like the tight ninety, uh, you know, live action blockbusters which you love to see. Uh, this is a movie where they trimmed all of the fat off of it and they also trimmed all of the <laughs> all connective them. tissue. And,
2: he, <laughs> and people just sort too.
3: of apparate from scene to scene. <laughs> like, it's they like Ed, Eddie phone. talks to the cop in the station, and then immediately he is inside the prison already talking to Cletus Cassidy. Yes, uh, it
2: is just boom, 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 and we're along for the ride. So Venom takes control of Eddie's hands, and essentially Venom gives Eddie Brock like the cool kind of autism that like I have. <laughs> yeah, so and they play able, Pictionary together. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, good man, what's all this?" And Venom's like, oh, you better look deeper, Eddie." And yes, <laughs> Eddie discovers all the bodies. No. Uh, he publishes this, and he becomes a famous journalist, and he starts yes. to make money again.
3: The thing that stuck out to me here is that multiple times, different people call him, uh, uh, say that, uh, Eddie is back on top. And he's like, the, the local, he's the reporter who's back on top. And he's like, this is just some asshole. Like... He's basically framed as, like, a vice reporter. It's, like, yeah. his Eddie But Sch- we also yeah.
1: never get any evidence that that is the case. We never see what he's actually published other than the first, like, poem that Cletus Cassidy told him to publish. Well, we there's, never like, a see little anyone... bit
3: more of that in the first movie, but, like, it, yeah, it's completely... But, like, like,
1: no, like, people reading his work, like, nothing about his work. All yeah. we see him do is he's in his shitty apartment fighting with his, like, alien, and then someone later in the movie says... You are a good reporter now, and it's like yeah. what?
3: In the first movie, it's especially hilarious because like there are multiple times where someone recognize they're like, "Hey, you're Eddie Brock," as if you would just like recognize some like New Your York favorite times reporter. reporter. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: he's a, he's
2: a Blue Check journalist. Bro, whenever yeah. I see Andrew Sullivan on the street, I go fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I love the shit you wrote about race mixing, dog. That's awesome. Uh, so. Eddie's on top. He's he's back back in the back in the black, so to speak, <laughs> literally too. Uh, and then he gets a call from his ex fiance Anne, who's like, "Oh, Eddie, can you come meet me at a restaurant?" So Eddie shows up. He's looking swaggy, looking hot as fuck. Those beautiful dick sucking lips for the world to see. <laughs> uh, and during this this awkward oh wait no sorry I, f- I missed one key thing uh, before we get to that yeah like. Uh, so with the discovery of all the bodies by Eddie and Venom, Cletus Cassidy, uh, <laughs> who is, he is being held prisoner in San Francisco, California, California, famously one of the states that does not have the death penalty. But because Cletus Cassidy's crimes, which we have not seen, are so twisted, they end the moratorium on the death penalty one night only to execute <laughs> Cletus <laughs> Cassidy. <laughs> it was so awesome. A line like, such a. Yeah. Special like a boss move. I like. I like. Yelped when I heard that line. I started laughing so hard. I was like, "This is what Gavin Newsom's California is." <laughs> Actually, it's I so good. So while we while we're talking about this, I mentioned that this was like supposed to be released October of last year. So it was made pre-pandemic, and we know that this takes place in our universe because the Detroit Lions exist, and there is no other universe where God would allow the Detroit Lions to exist. <laughs> Like, you just cannot fathom that magnitude of misery.
3: Yeah, that, so we, that's just cruelty for the sake of cruelty.
2: So we know that this is taking place in Trump's America, which is perfect, because I just, like, immediately started thinking about, like, because this is before Trump lost his Twitter and being like, we just got news about Cletus Cassidy out in California. He's a real killer. I've approved the death
3: penalty one night only. Just like, <laughs> a, a lot of people saying, though, he's very misunderstood.
2: He just needs a friend. <laughs> well, you're not going to find one in me, sweetie. Bye bye. <laughs> and I was just like, I just at this point, I started writing my own movie because it was not interesting anymore. <laughs> but uh, Eddie goes to see Cletus one final time uh, upon Cletus's request, where he complains to Eddie that he uh, broke his trust. By I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we you
3: completely. I'm sorry. Jesse, you completely missed uh, the whole scene with uh, Michelle Williams.
2: Oh no, I'm, I'm so, getting to that next. I'm getting to that next. I'm just. Oh, gonna, okay. All right. I'm, all right. I'm just We're skipping I, around here temporally. I am just going, trying to do it as <laughs> I'm trying to keep the subplots together because <laughs> they're just all <laughs> over the place. So, right. Eddie goes to prison one final time. Uh, Cletus provokes Eddie, and Venom, who then attacks Cletus. Uh, basically Eddie gets too close to Cletus's cell Cletus bites him Getting a piece of the symbiote between his teeth And saying, Eddie, I've tasted blood And that doesn't taste like blood A line which every single person in the room Ignores Even <laughs> yeah. though they just watch one cares. <laughs> <a man laughs> who is like, so yeah, heinous That he a overturned that, like, the death penalty
3: It doesn't want to explain Like, oh, where did Shriek get her powers? <clears throat> doesn't want to explain mm-hmm. Uh, you know how uh, anyone knows anyone. Or they don't even call. Gives a shit about anything. But it has to explain that Eddie's blood does not taste like normal blood. It yes. has to explain that venom likes to eat chocolate and brains because yes. they have the same chemical inside
2: of them. So basically, because he bit Eddie's hand, Cletus now has a symbiote inside him. So just keep that in mind. And then, yes, we have a scene where uh, Eddie goes to speak to his ex-fiancee, and it's a little awkward because guess what? This character named Anne is getting married to a man named Dan. Yeah. W- which is one of the most <laughs> astonishingly stupid things. <laughs> that like, angered me. <laughs> you, we, I, this I, I isn't real life. You can name your <laughs> characters something that isn't the same name.
3: I'm, I'm sure Megan agrees with me here. Poor Michelle Williams. Uh, is given, like, li- Nothing. Ev- every one of this movie's stupidest lines. Which, oh. like, Cletus Cassidy says some dumbass shit. But, like, her, like, in this scene, she pinballs between, like, mad at Eddie for, like, <laughs> not saying that she's he's happy, he's happy, for, happy her, for her. And yeah. then, like, oh, like, you're not fighting enough for me. And just, like, it makes no sense. Yeah, like, and- obviously, this was written... This movie, this entire movie was written over the course of like 12 hours and then they just crapped it out. But like she really, really. uh, Yeah, the
1: scene was basically just to say like she is engaged and he's sad. But like it's a full scene, it's like something, it's like five minutes and they don't actually really do anything and then he leaves before dinner anyway so it's like that probably could have just been like over the phone for 30 yeah. seconds and it would exactly. have the same effect and you could have used the time to explain literally yeah. anything else no but.
3: okay but my, my favorite part is directly after that scene eddie is on his motorcycle uh trying to dr- drive into oncoming traffic to and kill, kill himself. himself. <laughs> like instantly he's like okay there's no other rec- awesome. uh, recourse here and then venom's like Don't worry, buddy. I'll make sure you don't kill yourself. I can't mend a broken heart, but I can be your friend. Yeah, Uh, so... Which which was sweet.
2: During that scene, I I whispered to our friend, men will literally have an alien inside of them instead of going into therapy. And that's what this (laughs) movie is about. Like, I was eddie trying to kill himself repeatedly and then having his symbiote save him i'm like okay yeah that's awesome that's basically my relationship with my therapist who is symbiotic at this point so i get that's it right but
3: well like, this, they are parasites is, you know that's, that's true just taking all my
2: money <laughs> uh so yes eddie repeatedly tries to kill himself he and venom they're having some disagreements uh-oh you know how awkward it is fellas you know how awkward it is when the oh, I know. alien creature living inside you gets all aggro with you because you won't you're you're trying to kill yourself too much. We've all been there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Venom keeps saving him, and then I think is this the point where they have like their breakfast and their, yes, all their Venom okay, yeah, Venom like,
3: makes him a, a like you know a throwback feel breakfast.
2: to the first movie where you know Venom does a little bit of cooking there too, and he's you know he's doing wacky symbiote stuff. He's making yeah, him, like, this
3: is the best scene in the movie
2: yeah i was laughing so hard it was like, it was
3: legitimately hilarious
2: yeah i think this probably was the best scene of the movie which is really saying something because it's I literally just, any scene where it's just tom hardy on his own is exactly wonderful. just
3: talking to himself any scene and he was where he has to he interact with anyone, Louis
2: armstrong yeah it was mm-hmm. great it was fun yeah so at the end of that though it's like uh eddie gets a reads this postcard that he got From Cletus, you know, and it's like, oh shit! Like he's getting executed. I should probably go to that,
3: which is an insane. (laughs) Yeah, what? Like, oh, I owe it to him. What the fuck are you talking (laughs) about, man?
2: You literally don't know this guy. You met him once. A second time when he bit your hand, and now you're like, yeah, I gotta go see him get killed. Like, but okay. then this
1: is where we get the scene of them talking, and he gets bitten, and oh, okay. so that's yeah, the biting yeah. scene. See, I so. thought that
2: was before. Uh, no, no. Know.
1: So now, now we've been over that. So then, what happens after the biting scene?
2: I think isn't that? Don't they just like? Yeah, I doesn't think they just. just
1: he goes into the room to get executed after this. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah.
3: He, well, and on he that quotes timeline, Shakespeare, yes. so you know that he's, like, really, like, thoughtful, but also twisted.
2: Yeah, so they, they have him lined up. They do the classic thing where you get to watch somebody get executed if you're, like, a family member of the victim, which is yeah. always insane to me, but that is true. Like, that is the American justice system. Yeah,
3: and, like, it, it's funny, because, like, uh, Eddie goes to great lengths to explain to Venom that, like, even though someone's in prison... Uh, <laughs> yeah you know they, they might be innocent because of xyz so like we you you can't, you can't just kill, just kill, kill these people here. which is what venom wants to do
2: and then like uh, literally two scenes later <laughs> is cletus cassidy being executed in yeah prison? with
3: like no commentary on that whatsoever
2: <laughs> so they they put him they put him on the bondage table uh and they get them ready, but because it's freaking California, they're going to inject him with the freaking COVID vaccine. That's what oh, I read yeah. out of this scene. <laughs> and and what this and this is canonical. Uh, essentially, it wasn't the that the symbi- him biting Eddie is what created the symbiote. It's that the chemicals inside the COVID vaccine created the symbiote. It brought it to life. This is what happens if you get three shots, one of each, one of the holy trinity. You get your AstraZeneca, you get your Pfizer, and your Moderna all at once. You develop into a symbiote. And, like, that is canonical.
1: I just have to say, so we did mess up the timeline one more time, but um, in between when he bites um, the Venom guy and then between, like, the scene where he actually gets executed, um, Venom and Eddie are back at their apartment and they have their big fight. That was the Uh, fight. Oh,
2: yes. I wasn't sure if that was before or after.
1: No, yeah, because then... It sets up for Venom yes. leaving, but basically they're just mad at each other. Um, they're having some disagreements over like
3: yeah. uh,
1: how to live their life. Um, Venom smashes his TV, which he's very sad about. Yeah, they,
3: they they have a messy breakup, uh, which yeah. al- they also have like uh, a, a cute little domestic abuse joke. Thrown yeah, in that was just for good measure.
2: That was horrible. I was yeah, like legitimately was upset. Yeah. by that. I was like, come but on, I think man.
1: Eddie was just, he didn't want Venom in his life anymore because he was ruining everything. Um, I guess with Anne is the gist. Um, and they were just annoyed at each other in general. So then Venom also smashes his motorcycle, which he's yeah, sad yeah. about. Again,
3: yeah. Like, it's a very messy, uh, you know, like, uh,
2: well. It's, then, it's
3: an r slash relationship style breakup. Am then, I the
2: asshole? I kicked my symbiote out of my house. Reddit. Am I the <laughs> asshole here?
1: And then, so, uh, Venom leaves, and uh, then I think it's the party scenes, actually. Okay. I will say,
2: when Venom leaves, though, he he starts, like, taking over other people on his way out, and the first yes, person and- he takes over, because it's San Francisco, and famously, San Francisco is a hellhole run by liberals, is a uh, is a homeless man on the street who is then used as a tool to destroy Eddie's bike, and, and as like and classic that, London breed.
3: Yeah, re- really, really cool framing, but... Uh, If you're familiar with the first movie, which uh, some of us may not be, um, a large plot point hinges on the fact that Eddie is a match for Venom. Yes. And that Mm -hmm. he is basically the only one who can Venom can live in without killing them. Yeah. <laughs> uh so it's sort of implied as Venom is like going on like his gallivant about town without Eddie, that he's just leaving a trail of like spent Destructed. bodies. Not even his implied. Wake.
1: They they show him kill multiple people doing that, they just keel over and die. I I guess
3: it's it's implied in the fact that no one ever criticizes Venom for this or mentions it. But that's, yeah, that's exactly true. what's happening. <laughs>
1: So well, yeah, he goes to a club. He gets like some little okay, glow stick. We got to talk about that later because that's on. a that's
3: that's a big yeah, thing.
2: That's actually I think the best scene in the movie. But we'll we'll get to that. Let's do the execution next. Yeah.
0: So also a heads up for the listeners: the movie literally goes this way. Yeah. The fact that we're trying to scramble together to figure out what's going on is because it keeps going back and forth, and it's not going back and forth at the same time. Like timelines are like split. It's ninety seven like, minutes, and I think there's ninety eight scenes. Yeah, like they'll 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 jump to like Eddie Brock at night that night of like the execution, but like earlier in the day he's actually getting executed and then oh man, Venom's doing all this stuff out on the street. But like oh no, the execution's just about to start, but it's like <laughs> time doesn't make much sense. Yeah. It, it makes sense a little bit, but it makes it very difficult to explain. Um, because it's just constantly jumping around.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So
2: we, we so Cassidy's on the slab. Yeah. He's getting ready and they, they inject him with the three COVID vaccines and before it can take hold, uh, this red, red goo starts, starts shooting out of his veins and into the COVID vaccines. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden this red goo just starts like coating the room where the execution is. And it just like blows out the window and blows up the door. And it's like, Oh no, Cletus Cassidy blows out my back. He blows out Dean's back. He gets fucked in the ass by the Carnage. Dean is literally in the movie, like he has a <laughs> cameo scene where he's just getting fucked by Carnage, the Venom. Uh, so yeah, his name was is like
3: Carnage. Forty-five minutes.
2: Yeah, his name is Carnage Venom because he's Venom's son, as we learn later. So Carnage Venom <laughs> starts starts attacking and he starts murdering all the, all the prison guards, which was admittedly, yo, low key. Carnage Venom's in DSA. That's fire. <laughs> yeah. Prison abolition <laughs> is carnage. So he kills a yeah. bunch of guards, and v- very—they they only really highlight one where this guy's like, oh, please don't kill me. I have a family. So Carnage Venom sticks his tongue down that guy's throat oh and my gives him God. crazy head. It was kills so...
3: Him. Like, I... Like... I heard people say, like, oh, this movie's tentacle porn, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was so sexual. Yeah, there was a lot oh, of yeah. weird stuff. No, just ex- reminded
1: me of Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a no, lot of a tentacle sexual. insertion <laughs> in that, too. Th-
3: but that was, like, one single flesh-colored tentacle going deep inside that man. Yeah, this is
2: a very horny movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Carnage starts killing every single prison guard. He becomes the, Carnage Venom becomes the king of prison, as all the prisoners who are just inexplicably out of their cells in this maximum security... <laughs> yeah death row they're prison they're
3: clapping they're like yeah and then Carnage yeah them clapping was off Carnage does like this tornado move It <laughs> was
2: yeah. so insane and it's not like it was just him spinning around in like a sea of red it's like no he literally created a tornado around him it looked like a <laughs> wall- it looked like the fucking Wizard of Oz it did and then he smashes out the wall of the prison and he starts singing a song to himself just walking out of this prison as a human and it's like theoretically those guard towers which should have people in them, would just kill you because it's America. But it's like, nah, he just he just leaves. He has a great time. Uh, he's out on the run. We end up... No, I, we need does, to
1: do glow stick Venom now. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah no, this is the glow stick. Now it's time to hit the The curve. best scene in the movie. Legitimately the best scene in the movie. Uh, venom takes over like this raver... His body, and he goes to a goes to a, a freaking liberal rave, and you yeah, can tell this is Trump's it's basically America. Basically,
3: like gay person Halloween.
2: Yeah, and there, yeah, th- there's was, not a yeah. mask in sight. So this was Trump's <laughs> America. This is the alternate reality where the Democrats didn't steal the election. <laughs> so he's hanging out, uh, and because it's yeah, gay person Halloween galloween as we call it uh he doesn't have to like disguise himself he can walk around in his costume what's so funny though is he's like nine and a half feet tall and insanely (laughs) ripped people are like wow cool costume
0: (laughs) dude i would do that too not gonna lie there's some crazy cosplay out there
2: this
3: scene in particular like a it's a lot of fun but b like I just, like, searched, like, Venom 2 saw what, like, people were talking about it on Twitter, and there were, like, a number of sort of, like, alt-right dudes who were, like, finally a movie without politics, (laughs) like, a man's man movie that's not, like, shoving SJW shit down my throat. Did and they not notice all the gay shit? Well, yeah, like, Jesse, if you would explain to, to us what happened.
2: So, yeah, he goes <laughs> to this rave, and Venom is feeling himself. He's like, these guys think I'm fucking cool, which is true. He is fucking cool. He's, like, nine and a half feet tall. He has zero percent body fat. He's like this. He would be fucking swarmed at these events. He would, like, he would look like, uh, you know a fucking mother capybara with like nine babies he would be like a katamari damasi
3: but for yeah he, yeah yeah he would just have like 86
2: <laughs> twinks just sucking on every tentacle on his body <laughs> and he's just like walking around he's got all the glow sticks on there's a concert from an article uh, article an artist who i think is named little sims which also little made sims, me laugh yes because she i was hoping she was gonna sing in simlish but that was not quite <laughs> what happened no, and, I'm, I'm uh,
0: pretty sure. Yeah, she's a real
2: artist. Oh, absolutely. And he interrupts <laughs> yeah. her show and he grabs the mic and he's like, "Hello. Uh for years Eddie kept me kept me hidden, hidden. He was ashamed of me. And now I I'm, I'm out of the I'm out of the Eddie closet, and I'm loving life." And everybody starts cheering.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. A, a girl is like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Sorry,
2: not my type." Yeah, it was Yeah, yeah. And he's he's just like, "Yes." Uh We should all be nicer to aliens. And everybody starts, (laughs) because it's San Francisco. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) Archman Man. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and they start losing their mind and he drops the mic and he just like he's partying he's having a great time at this gay rave he's wearing glow sticks he just talked about how you should be more forgiving to aliens at which point i was like and i, I told this to chancellor after the show i was like i was just imagining kamala harris like if joe biden and kamala harris were in charge in this universe her saying you know if you are an alien symbiote species do not come and then venom saying <laughs> i'm gonna come I'm just like showing up anyways. <laughs> I was having a wonderful time making my own movie again. Yeah, but yeah. Like, he's, he's at this rave. He lives life. And, then, and it was a wonderful scene. Delightful.
3: And as I was saying to Chance before we started recording, the whole movie should have just been this.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, there,
3: there should have been. Yeah, that no, would have been like, sick. It should have been a plotless. Uh, no just carnage. Sort of Meandering. It could have been like sort of clerks, but it's <laughs> yeah. Eddie and yeah, Venom. Like that would have been so like hanging, much better. It would have been so they could have cool. Done
0: they could have done 30-minute episodes and pulled off, like, a sitcom thing. Like, they could have been yeah. uh, another show yeah. about nothing.
3: Because, again, the only people who care about this movie, really, are, like, weird, like, you know, uh, I don't even know. Like, I want to say gay, but I don't want to typecast. No. Uh, cut, cut all this. Just like, just, like, Tumblr people just want this movie to be about how Tom Hardy is hot and how tentacle porn is cool. And if you made a movie just about that, it would rock. But instead, we have to have Cletus Cassidy in it.
2: It's like if you, yeah, if you cut out every scene that doesn't have Tom Hardy in it, this movie would be about this movie would be what like a ten out of ten. Oh yeah. But it, it's the fact that we when we're not at the gay rave and we're not hanging out with Tom Hardy, it's literally one of the least interesting and worst movies I've ever seen. So Venom has his big night out uh, at the same time. Cletus Cassidy. Now that he's out of jail, the first thing he does is put himself in the most garish, gaudy suit. And at this point, with his new haircut, it's like a lot shorter. Uh he looked like a skinnier version of Wyatt Coke with his like absurd shirts and like red hair and
3: Yeah. I, and completely red attire.
2: Yeah, like he's wearing He sort like, of
1: is dressed like an old timey pimp. A little, a little bit.
2: bit. Like he's wearing it's like a, a red, like patterned dress shirt with like a reddish suit jacket and dress pants and his short, like, ginger hair. And the first thing he does is steal, like, a 1966 red convertible. He's like, oh, that's my car.
0: <laughs> and it's like, okay. And he's, he's cruising just, around town like yeah.
2: fucking and Simple also, Jack. And
3: also, this is, like, the most most notorious serial killer <laughs> of all time who, who they like, brought uh, the death penalty back for <laughs> in who california escaped 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> and like he's just walking around the street and nobody cares <laughs> like
2: nobody's noticed
3: at
1: it's all It's Halloween, they're having fun his face it's not halloween
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's just that rave it's like his face was on the cover of every single paper like, in the United States, like... For months. And just, yeah, and it's, like, infamous, worldly infamous serial killer, and he's just hanging out. He's having a great time. <laughs> That's really- what I knew this movie was written by somebody who had an IQ of 900,000.
1: So he, he's driving down the um, some bridge and he's like killing people indiscriminately as he goes. Yes. And because he is out now, the police are all concerned and they call in Eddie Brock. And so he has to go down to the police station and then asks for his phone call because he's like starting to realize what happens. And then we get a scene with Michelle Williams and her boyfriend, Dan, or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah,
2: that's right. Dr. Dan.
1: Um, And he's like, oh, you have to go get venom for me. Um, you have to find him like we're fighting or something. So then
2: (laughs) if you get Venom, me me and the old Venom are beefing. (laughs) So
1: this is where we need to bring up that there's a bodega that, um, Venom and what's his name? Frequent to buy chocolate. Run by a 39 year old, as she specifies, Asian woman and, um, Michelle Williams ends up at this bodega, and venom has crawled back after killing many of these party goers yeah, by like, trying to live I'm in gonna, their body. I'm gonna,
3: like hazard a guess based on like the the half life of these people, probably like a, at least a dozen people. <laughs> yeah, no, he
2: like, and it was like horrible too. Like they would vomit and just like. Basically, the life was drained. Yeah, like from their all of body. their
3: organs shut down. Like, Again, that's canon from and the first
2: movie. With, with where San Francisco, like, think of the social con Venom basically is AIDS at this point. Like, just oh terror. He is. He's just exclusively killing the gay community, and nobody cares. Just like with real AIDS, you're Jesus. not wrong, Jesse. Yeah, I'm that's on your what side. it was.
3: Terrible. <laughs> the symbiote is AIDS. Yeah, and man. Here, and like, this is insidious too, because like, Venom, like, specifically is like market, marketing himself as a like sort of like queer pride like yeah you know, mm-hmm. i'm just i'm a big bad monster alien guy and i just want to feel myself and he yeah. is in fact like this insidious disease parasite that is among draining the, the life that from is people horrifying that is such a terrible eddie, reading but you're right
0: eddie brock is dr fauci <laughs> oh my god
3: oh my god
2: <laughs> Yeah. It's, okay. it's anyway. So Venom has gone also, back to this. One final joke, sorry. Eddie keeps chasing him. Eddie's Eddie's a bug chaser. Eddie's sorry. a bug chaser. <laughs> Eddie is a you. bug chaser. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. You can go Megan. So uh
1: yeah, Venom crawls back to this bodega and then um Michelle Williams shows up. And is talking to the woman that runs the bodega, and then the woman that runs the bodega is like, "No, Venom's mad at Eddie. He doesn't want to go back." And then she realizes that Venom is in the old, the middle-aged lady, Hi, and yes. um. So then she t- starts sexy talking. To yeah, this is
2: the, horrible. The <laughs> yes. uh,
1: owner, which is quite a lot. This and, is another and part of the movie. There.
2: This is
3: another part of the movie that annoys the hell out of me, because like again they're aiming for this sort of like queer reading of venom and like you know the eddie's and venom's relationship being like a gay couple um uh, but repeatedly it is stated throughout the movie that venom really likes michelle or what's what's Anne? Her name? Anne, Anne whatever thank you uh Uh, He really likes Anne and wants Eddie to get back with Anne, despite the fact that Anne is the most boring person ever and has never done anything cool or interesting. And
1: has 2011 side bangs for no reason in this movie they made. I don't uh, understand.
2: (laughs) I will say it's not because he's attracted to her. It's because Venom is a bratty little and he's looking for a mommy dom. That's how how you read (laughs) this while still having it in the queer kink light. That's all I'm saying. That that's the only explanation I can come up with. But yes, Anne uh, seduces Venom to enter her body, which is awesome. That's great. <laughs> and I and then she goes back to the police station where Eddie is. But like she's in her human form, she walks in, and then we get sexy Venom, which is yeah. also we, a throwback we get, like, to the first hot movie. Hot girl
3: Venom. And we, I actually yeah.
2: have a note about that. Let me just find this. This was something uh, I like, was. But looking. we only
3: see her for like thirty frames. Yes, like, it's very quick.
2: I just uh, want to read this for to you. On please. September twentieth, twenty twenty-one, characters posted for character posters for the film were released. The following day, a silhouette of Anne Weying's she venom form in one of the posters was revealed to have been traced to, from fan art by Deviant artist Space Max Marine, originally oh, published no. October 9th, twenty eighteen. <laughs> they literally stole from Deviant Art. This is the greatest movie. Oh my
3: movie. god! This is yeah. A fetish that that movie. is that is perfect for this. This is like if Deviant Art. Like, the hive mind of <laughs> D.D. Park could make one yeah. film. It would be this film. Yeah, it's that about is like
2: perfect. It's about a poly-space alien that's, like, bisexual and lives inside a, like, aggressive muscle twink with perfect dick-sucking lips. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's no, such it a strange movie. Sense.
3: I'm, like, I will say that I am happy that Lady Venom is only in the film for, a uh, uh, like, two or three seconds. Because <laughs> if not, I'd have to, like, you know, really... Soul search and dig deep. Yeah, <laughs>
2: everybody like, so. started pulling out their phones and taking pictures of the screen when Lady Venom was there. And then like 30 people went to the bathroom at once. I didn't understand what was going on. But they, uh, Lady Venom busts Eddie out of jail. And then we have a, another like decent scene where Venom is basically making Eddie apologize and like give a good apology. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's charming. I thought that was sort of
3: clever. Yeah, like because Venom is fun. asking an, uh, for an apology from Eddie for both A, the way that Eddie has treated Venom, but also B, the way that Eddie has treated his ex fiance. Yeah, that, it no, was, I thought it was that was neat. sort of elegant. Mm-hmm. Also, uh,
2: we will say as this is going on, there's the other subplot involving Ven- uh, Carnage, Venom, and uh, uh, Shriek. Oh so, shit! I sh-
3: forgot Carnage was in this movie. D- don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so Shriek, aka
2: Francis Barrison, is not called Shriek until about 75 minutes into this 97. Yeah, and movie. Carnage
3: just calls it like calls her Shriek as sort of an aside. Yes. Like it's a
2: mean nickname. And
1: she's played by Pirates of the Caribbean Queen, Naomi Harris. Okay. should we? Can we
2: talk about Naomi Harris's performance right now? I think she might have turned in one of the worst performances in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't, great.
1: Honestly, no one except Tom Hardy. I thought everyone else was sort of bad.
2: Let's talk about this. I can't.
0: I can't. I can't take that seriously. That it's the
2: worst performance you've seen from any movie. From a movie with a hundred and ten million dollar budget, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, there's Okay, that that I can worse. take. I've seen I can, yeah, but like, I can take that. I expect that from I Spit on Your Grave 3, Three More Graves to Spit On, and like Cannibal Ferox. I don't expect to go Okay, that
0: movie had great acting. Don't go there. <laughs> I don't expect to go
2: to a Cineplex on a Monday night and see a Marvel movie. And have a performance that you could probably find in a community theater.
1: Okay, this is why, again, to bring up Pirates of the Caribbean, it's obvious that you are not in the Pirates of the Caribbean fandom. Um, no, I hate those movies. As I <laughs> am, because this is all that I deal with. Every time you go see Pirates of the Caribbean movie, every single actor looks like they did it in one minute. And like there was no <laughs> hair and makeup put on and they actually look like they would rather kill themselves than be on set. And the movie That's had true. like a one billion dollar
2: budget. Yeah, but Megan, so. to they all, fair, they awesome. all come
0: across... They all come across as uh, one take
2: Andes. but there's like a hundred people in Pirates of the Caribbean. There are like six people in this movie, and five of them are terrible. <laughs> I could not. Yeah, but I'm any saying in Pirates of
1: the Caribbean, all one hundred of them are terrible. It's bad. It's not. Yeah, but fun. it's like
2: <laughs> you don't have to linger on any one of the one hundred for any period of time. Whereas like Shriek is in like probably 25 minutes of this 90s no no maybe not that much but like 15 minutes of this 97 minute movie and every second she's on screen she's either saying something that is completely incomprehensible (laughs) or embarrassing and so anyways they're they're getting married cletus breaks her out of ravencroft one of the people in the cells at ravencroft this like home for the psychiatrically dangerous looks like nick mullen from Cumtown, which made me laugh i was like (laughs) that's what happens uh, and they're like, they're going to have a wedding, and they want to have three guests. One is the cop, uh, Detective Mulligan, who shot her in the face. Uh, one is Eddie Brock, and then one is Venom. So they need to get all three of them together for this wedding, and they're going to kill them all and then get married. That's the plan. So that's that's where we are. Uh, Eddie reunites with Venom after apologizing, and... Basically, he's like, okay, yeah, we got, to Anne and Dan, you guys get out of here. Don't stop for anything. So, of course, Anne and Dan stop for something. Uh, she gets kidnapped by Carnot. Yes. she gets kidnapped by Shriek. That yes. was it.
3: And, uh, I, this is the point in the movie where, uh, I heard, uh, the greatest line in this film, definitely. <laughs> in any superhero film, definitely. In any film ever, probably okay. in the top ten. Uh Where um, uh, Anne has been kidnapped uh, and Shriek tells Dan uh, to tell Venom, like, oh, like, uh, Anne's kidnapped. So you have to meet us at this place so we can kill you. Uh, And then uh, Dan says, he'll kill you, you know. And then (laughs) Shriek says. This is awesome. (laughs) I'm going to try to say this exactly like she does. I will not do it justice. Peeps have already tried that. They botched it. Yeah, that was the exact line
2: I was thinking of. I was so visibly embarrassed by that. Line.
3: I, I like, I stood up and I looked around in the theater to see if anyone else <laughs> felt the way that I felt when I heard that. And it, it, was, it didn't. It didn't connect. It didn't register in their minds like it did in mine. I'm gonna be think. I will sleep, you know, soundly at night and wake up three in the morning. They botched it. It's
2: like <laughs> it was unbelievable. At this point, I will say the guy in front of me did have his phone out and was just browsing Twitter. (laughs) And I was like, I wish I had that option because I knew with like 15, 16 minutes left, it was only going to be the Venom and Carnage fight, which is the thing I least wanted to see in Venom and Carnage.
3: And like this, like the tail end of the movie, which was just all a CGI battle, like really, really needed an R rating that we just didn't have. The entire movie needed an R rating. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, it,
1: what was it it was like PG-13. was it pg-13 and that's why they yeah. could say the f-word mm-hmm. once or something exactly yeah
3: okay. they literally but said the f-word yeah. once I, okay. I personally think if i uh had any power over hollywood i would a of course kill all the sickos but b uh you can't make a pg-13 movie anymore it no, has to be either for children specifically or rated r and there's no in between so. That is the only way to make a film.
1: What about for thirteen-year-olds, Dean? You ever think no. of them? No, no, no
2: that's, that's for Fuck children. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so at this point, like they they gather up their three hostages. Uh, another important thing to know is they call her Shriek because she can do that sonic thing, and symbiotes hate loud noises. Yes. So it's it's really convenient that this is her deal. Just saying, that's that's incredible. Uh, they they go to this church. They have Anne, who is tied up in a casket. Uh, They have Detective Mulligan, who they kidnapped. Uh, He's behind the altar. He's got a tentacle in his mouth, uh, which in a church was a very loaded image, I will say. (laughs) And then (laughs) uh, Venom shows up. And one of the other lines that really threw me off, he's like, oh, no, he's a red one talking about the Carnage symbiote.
1: Yeah. And I was like... Yeah, like, it's like, mean? lore from their home planet or something, but, like, <laughs>
3: but we are not get in on I it. Watch, I do not I watched the it. first movie. There, there's nothing of the sort.
2: Which I was like... So, at least the good thing was, in the first movie, the big final fight was between Venom and then another Venom that looks like Venom. So you just had two His name was Riot. Yes, but I just call what? him there Venom. There was
1: another Venom in the first one, too? Yeah, yeah. there was.
2: And, and they how did they explain yeah, it? Is, uh, is it's it like... It's a it's different alien.
3: Yeah.
1: And he just eats him too or something? Well,
2: no, he, he eats the evil tech billionaire.
3: Yeah, he oh. eats
2: Elon Musk. Yeah, uh, Indian okay. Elon Musk, Played by Riz Ahmed.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, but, uh, so, uh, yes, he's a red one, which I guess is bad. So. I, I've
3: decided, though, that that's actually a really Chad way to make like a sci-fi like action romp is to just like completely askew explaining things except for the most like trivial stupid details yeah like yeah like oh like he likes chocolate because it's the it's a similar molecule to like the one that he found on his home planet but like oh why is carnage more powerful you know whatever who gives a shit i I don't know it's It's a blood
2: stuff whatever uh earlier in the movie (laughs) uh shriek had screamed and carnage was like if she screams again i'll kill her So Cletus was like, hey, man, what the fuck? It's also worth noting, uh, Andy Serkis does the voice of Carnage. And I, or sorry, of Venom. I thought he did the voice of Carnage, but no. Woody Harrelson does the voice for Carnage. Yeah, I think Tom Hardy does does the voice for Venom. I'm pretty sure, I thought it was Andy Serkis. No, I'm pretty sure
3: Andy Serkis does the voice for Venom. I thought. Um, Okay, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's Tom Hardy because Andy Serkis didn't direct the first one. Fact check him, Dean. Fact doing, check I, him. I was
2: like, sir. Either way, Woody Harrelson does the voice for Carnage, which really makes me laugh because I, I could not have, like, I couldn't have told you that. It sounds, he sounds like nothing. He's horrible. You can barely understand him. <laughs> so they meet up in the church. Uh, they have their fight. It's, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. So you know what to expect. It's, it's CGI. It's in
1: well, uh, a tall it's, building. <laughs> That's it's in a gothic
3: it. church. Which is the the edgiest place that
2: you could have a fight. They have a fight Uh, that that I literally remember nothing of. Like, it was terrible. It was such an awful action
0: scene. (laughs) That's one of the things I was really mad about this movie for, and I would never call it the worst movie I've ever seen. I think that's ludicrous, but... I was really upset that they tried to go with crazy edgy imagery, and then there was literally nothing even like tongue-in-cheek edgy about this movie at I all. I know
3: they should have just really like leaned into the '90s aesthetic. It should have been like Devil like May Cry. It, it should if, have been like set in the '90s. It's like if
0: you're not going to do like a grim, dark like nasty ass movie that's rated r and full of blood and guts then do like something like devil may cry where it's like so over the top edgy and stupid that you can kind of like goof it off you're exactly
3: right and like i think sort of like the especially like the tentacle porny aspect of like venom and carnage and like their combat almost gets there but like i want it to like Go like you know yeah. another ten feet over the edge. Full pencil. There was like
0: two seconds where Carnage was in front of stained glass, <laughs> like he was supposed to be an like, effigy of Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought he looked like cool. Vishnu.
2: No, I thought he looked like and, Vishnu. He had like eight arms. It's <laughs> like that's and awesome. that would have been really cool if he like
0: said something, even whether he said <laughs> yeah. something truly edgy at that moment. Or if yeah, he said I something am your even God like "Oh, op-
3: now be-
0: yeah, yeah," or if he said something like hey, super over yeah. the top, "America deserved nine <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I saw, I saw that, and like in my mind, I was like, "One perfect shot." Yeah, that's yeah.
0: right. Yeah, uh, like you could. There was so many opportunities to just go overboard, and they didn't at all.
2: And you know what, Chance? I'm glad you mentioned. It, it felt. Have you ever seen the Spawn movie from like 1998? Yeah, of course. This it's felt classic. like. Sp-
0: pg-13 spawn yeah yeah <laughs> like, no definitely I that was the vibe And they, like, uh, and oh, they the even watered time. down that spawn
2: exactly but it's like this should have been made in 1998 and it would have been so fucking sick <laughs> it would have been awesome mm-hmm. and so do... we get okay 20, 21, and it's uh yeah completely tame and yeah entirely unmemorable
0: <laughs> yeah um I don't know. Can, can I wrap up the movie?
2: Oh yeah, no. Let's let's uh, let's get to the let's get to the end here and then just chop it up.
0: All right. So uh, spawns in front of the thing. <laughs> Wait. Okay, okay. Maybe someone else can finish the movie. Okay.
2: Yeah. Th- like they, they they battle up uh basically carnage kicks venom's ass and he's like i'm gonna make you watch as i kill her and then so venom is on the bottom floor buried under rubble so carnage takes anne and climbs to the top of the cathedral so he can kill her in front of her even though he's like 150 feet (laughs) away from her which also made me laugh so hard i was like what are you doing
3: my favorite part about superhero movies is the part like right before the climax where our hero is buried under rubble and then must, like, convince himself to stand up. Yeah. I wish more movies did that, because it really, it's such a great moment, (laughs) and it really feels realistic uh, and, like, a human thing to do. And And you're always
1: wondering if they will stand up. Yeah, like I'm like,
3: oh, shit, what if they don't stand up? That would be fucking terrible
2: well you see and if, if this movie was rated r it would have had carnage winning because that would have been the most twisted way to end this movie that's true uh in the process of carnage going up there uh shriek our favorite character uh <laughs> realizes that he's gone too far so she screams at yeah, Carnage, which like I, again time.
3: unclear because like he's gonna kill a woman like, yeah. you've killed 50 people in the last two hours. You were literally are you married, about? married
2: to someone who canonically murdered his mother and grandmother. And was, like, bragging about it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I
1: honestly thought she was just implying he had gone too far because him and Woody Harrelson were, like, fighting or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did not know what she was referencing. So, but.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> basically, in the lead up to that, she hangs the detective, like, breaks his neck. She screams at Carnage, who, like, knocks her through the roof, and then a bell falls on her and kills her. Uh, and then Venom climbs on top of the tower, uses, a, like, a... I don't know, a piece of lead pipe, a sharp pipe or something. I don't know where mm-hmm. he got it from. Uh, jumps down and stabs Carnage and then the two of them fall through the cathedral and but Venom they
1: separate from their host. Yeah,
2: Venom does a cool daisy chain thing where he just takes over like three three people to basically cushion Eddie's fall. It's don't worry, it's literally pointless. Yeah, uh, but Carnage is, at one doesn't point, do that. uh demands
3: that uh, like he's mad at Eddie cuz Eddie didn't uh, ask. Him. Didn't tell his side of the story. Like yeah, that's right. Cletus is like like, oh, I want fair and honest journalism where like you tell like the serial killer side of the story. He's like, yeah, I'm I
2: I, I yeah. my also, grandma,
3: but okay. hey, it was I, 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 she was abusive. She was abusive. Like all I'm asking for is is morals and ethics in games <laughs> journalism. <laughs> that's yeah, right.
1: So he was saying that you didn't tell my side of the story about like how my childhood was sad and that's why I'm a serial killer. But he had already talked to tom hardy since the article had came out and did not bring up any of these gripes beforehand like they'd had multiple scenes together and then all of a sudden in this final battle he's like mad about his standard of journalism and it's like what are you talking about like why is this the one thing we're ending on like okay
2: like one of his last lines which i knew like I felt like I wrote this movie. He's like, I just wanted to be your friend, Eddie. And I was like, I cannot believe that <laughs> So yeah, Cletus so Cassidy that's, said Cassidy. That line <laughs> is after
1: he's separated from his symbiote yeah. and Venom eats the red symbiote to, to make it go Carnage. away forever. Um, yeah. he, Venom, then, Venom
2: Venom eats Carnage Venom.
1: And then uh, Woody yeah. Harrelson which, said... Which is, it's
3: the, you know, like, that's sort of like Saturn, Saturn devouring eating his son. That's what I yeah. said in
2: theaters. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Tom Hardy has <laughs> been looking up Wikipedia articles, clearly. <laughs> so then we get the I just
1: wanted to be your friend line. And then uh, Venom says, fuck this guy, and eats his head. And that's our what one F word
3: in the movie. What a great one-liner as well. It's like, Yeah, that was... I was like, wow, and that's going to stick with me after. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: the whole audience I was with laughed hard at that
2: one. What? So. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I
1: was, it was full of Marvel fans. Like, they Did clapped you,
2: at the, yeah. like, trailers for Spider-Man was, and stuff, too. Was there a too, gas so. leak in your uh, theater? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our theater was decidedly way more tame. People were mostly bored by this. Okay, anyways. Yeah. To wrap Toronto up, Normies hit different. Uh, Venom Venom's like, I should turn myself in. Eddie's like, no, we're going to do this together. And they flee to an abandoned tropical island somehow. Uh, and then in the post-credit scene, they—they they oh were, they were in a this like a resort, a tumor. and uh, there's a flash <laughs> of light, and then they're in a different resort, and they see Sp- Spider-Man, Peter Parker, on the TV oh, from no. Peter Peter Parker, they, Spider-Man they transported Homecoming. into the MCU. And then Venom licks the screen and says, I'm going to fuck this twink. I'm going to stick my fucking cock in his fucking ass. I'm going I'm to pump him full of cum. And I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah, he really that, did. That's a closing Dude. line. Like, That's it was awesome. pretty crazy. Everything yeah. I told you did happen. He did lick the TV. And then he implied that he wanted to fuck Peter Parker in the ass. I think
1: he licked the TV and said, who's this guy or something? But that's still
3: sexual. I, I can't wait to like, give Whoa. him AIDS. Oh, <laughs> who's this <laughs> twink? I learned
2: that at
0: the at the gay thing. He's yeah, Peter they, they Parker me that word.
2: more like Peter paused up? <laughs> and he just kept saying it. <laughs> He's like, I'm oh going to put some some no. <laughs> some completely vile seed in him. And I was like, this movie awesome.
0: The fact that you said paused up and Dean and Megan did not react made me realize how much degenerate <laughs> we are anyway, in comparison to uh, them.
2: Then the Eminem song plays yeah, in the credits. The second Eminem song in the franchise, but... I was like kind of angry at this movie because it was a waste of $30 because I bought three tickets and also of my time. And then in the credits, I saw writer Tom Hardy and I had the biggest smile on my face and I went, <laughs> yes, this <laughs> yeah, makes dumb make guy sense. The dumb guy learned to write. It went from a two out of 10 movie to a three out of 10 movie. <laughs> Also, I he was did voice was delighted.
1: Uh, Venom. I looked. at. That's it
2: up. right. Why do you have Andy Circus directing then? <laughs> like this whole thing is voicing car- like creatures. Anyways, this movie made it, this movie felt like it was made by six people because it had little Sims in the sh- in the movie and on the soundtrack and like six main actors and five of them were terrible. And I, I could not believe the budget for this was 110 million dollars, which yes is quaint by Marvel standards, but this movie felt like it was made. As a college product project. Okay. Like, so, every aspect of it was so cheap, which I kind of like, but it was terrible.
3: Jesse, you've been really, really hard on this movie. But if I had asked you to instead watch Shang-Chi... Oh, no, absolutely uh, not. I would, be, I would not be allowed in that theater. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that, like, you know, even though, you know, uh, Venom to Let There Be Carnage, might have some lacking points, it is still... The best movie in theaters right
2: now. Yeah, I mean, I don't consider the other Marvel movies to be movies. They are strictly, like, commercials. (laughs) They are strictly products. This one is like, yeah, it might be a movie. The first one was kind of fun. And it's like, oh, no, this is... hmm." I was shocked that the critical response for this was better than the first one. I was like, did we watch the same movie? (laughs) Woody Harrelson turned in one of the most boring performances (laughs) of any character ever created he was asleep through most of this i could not believe what i was watching
1: yeah it was it was not super engaging or interesting or well-written but i will more say I, I enjoyed it i think more than like the last two avengers
2: movies i well yeah once again not movies you really enjoyed it more than, more than the last two avengers commercials yes yeah not movies and,
1: um, so what I wanted to to discuss, though, regarding this movie was I remember when we were originally talking about Carnage. Um, I feel like you guys were saying that Carnage was not really supposed to have any sort of sympathetic background. He was just like a crazy person that murdered people for fun and like not really like he had childhood like a hard childhood but be just because like he was an insane crazy murderer and that was supposed to be like it and that's what we talked about last time was how there's like no reasoning behind the like sheer violence at all so i was wondering what you guys thought about him being like i was abused by my grandmother and mother and father and like, it was so
2: boring they tried to wanted, make
1: him like a guy who had a girlfriend and was like in love and sad i don't know it's
2: like they chose the most boring way to convey that if they had gone with like any other shading for his backstory i might have been on board with him trying to be partially sympathetic yeah. but they chose especially the, especially the fact boring. that
3: his entire backstory is just recited to us by him at yeah. the very end of the movie
2: mm-hmm. also his entire backstory is stop killing people i'm literally neurodivergent and a minor so <laughs> like once again this is a movie that took no risks for a character who like if i i wish i could have played carnage i would have the time of my life because you could truly just do anything Woody Harrelson should have Jared Jared lead it and like sent everybody condoms full of venom and carnage goop and like stapled dead rats to his ex wife's door. Like that would have been awesome. But instead (laughs) he's like, I'm going to show up. Uh, I'm not even going to wear the funny wig you gave me. I'm going to talk in like the true detective accent, but give 1% of the performance and uh fuck you pay me. Just, just pay me please. And it was awful. It was horrible. Uh, Yeah, I honestly
1: feel like there was only one scene where he was like, you know, quote unquote, carnage pilled because everything else was sort of him revenge killing people. But the one where he just like threw a random car off the bridge. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's sad. And Um, that was an innocent person. But really, he didn't kill that many like random people off the side of the road in the movie. I feel like no, they yeah. have, they thought that might have been a downer or something. I don't oh, know.
2: also at the at the end, the detective who got his neck broken had glowing mutant eyes. Like, yeah, Shake, I was
1: like, what's that setting up? That which was and then he's make,
2: like,
3: monsters.
2: Yeah, which <laughs> made me say what out loud. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, she gave him her black girl magic. That's the only explanation yeah. I have. Yeah, and what again, like it's there. just like it. Like,
3: that's a sort of Chad way of making like these serialized superhero movies. It's just like. You know, like, oh, you want an ex- explanation? You want to understand what's going on? Fuck you! Fuck you. It doesn't
2: matter. <laughs> Suck my tentacle cock, But like, cock, wait, what idiot. would that
1: be? Setting up the most boring-looking and acting character cop of all times, especially has the shrieking because- power.
3: Like, okay, <laughs> at the end of the movie. Our main character is transported into a different dimension where that guy doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, no. yeah, I was
1: so confused why uh, they chose to gonna do get, that.
2: They're going to get transported back. That's the end of Spider-Man, uh, Ben the Cumblebatch, whatever the movie <laughs> is. It's uh, it's it's truly terrible. I could not believe it. I I was gobsmacked by this entire movie. It was so much worse and not as much fun. As I hoped yeah. it would be. Like, I, I say
1: that about every movie I go to. I just need to stop going to movies. Every single time I'm like, this is going to be funny at least. And then it's not.
2: It's I it's had low boring. expectations and it failed to meet even my low expectations. And I was just like shocked by how shoddily made it was. I,
3: I think th- the problem going into Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, is that uh, as we discussed previously, uh, Carnage and the Carnage Pill... Sort of embodies this like hyper nihilistic, not even like gesturing at any meaning or ideology. Just straight nihilistic suffering uh, and like hateful pain. And it's hard to convey that sort of wanton destruction. Oh,
1: ha uh, ha! Throwback.
3: That's right. Uh, it's it's hard to convey that meaninglessness in a blockbuster targeted to a wide audience if they went like really avant-garde uh and like completely eschewed like you know narrative and you know even like really symbols meaning anything or containing any meaning then maybe we could have really gotten to the heart of what it means to be carnage i could improve this you know you just can't ask hollywood of that
2: all you have to do is put a slide, like literally just have it appear on the screen like a silent film that says Carnage killed the whole city. And then <laughs> you do the final scene and I'm like, God damn, he killed the whole city. We have to stop this guy. And it, like that would have been so much better. Like, yeah, they, it's a movie that was made in moderation, which given the source material and subject matter was bound for failure from the very start. <sighs> but yes it was an extremely gay and horny movie and there's always that and uh it's already made its budget back so venom 3 uh Please. is nice. confirmed uh i don't want to watch it <laughs> i really don't I, i'm watch unfortunately
3: it. Uh, will make you watch it i'm
2: going to make you watch halloween kills then a movie i probably
3: actually will yeah, ha-
2: we, we're, we are going to review Halloween Kills. I think we should review both the weird Halloween movies because they are insane and reactionary, and it's great. They are
3: extremely right-wing. It's yeah, almost, I love it. It's pretty disturbing.
2: John but, Carpenter uh, is one. And
3: any last final thoughts on Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage?
2: They say Let There Be Carnage at one point, too, as well. I'd like to be known. <laughs> Can I say two things?
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: The first thing is I've been on mute for like 20 minutes. Oh, I was wondering um,
1: why you were so quiet. Oh, no.
0: I've been trying to interrupt the conversation. I've been holding on to things for 20 minutes. Okay, oh. yeah. I've been trying to Tell interrupt. Us
3: your it all spill out.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Okay.
0: I kept being like, why is everyone talking over me? I don't oh, no. understand. Uh, the thing is, is that... Um, okay, so I have two points before we head out. The first one, like Dean was saying, about um, how a blockbuster is incapable of expressing the um the raw carnage energy yeah yeah like how you know we we sit back and we're like how can a movie do that but like it's happened before we've seen it before and 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 things and I'll limit my scope Things with Woody Harrelson have done it before. Natural Born Killers did exactly that. which mm. is it, and,
3: like, and this movie is just basically a, a riff off that movie. Yeah,
0: absolutely. 100% and, and worse. Yeah. So it's not that they can't do it. So then you have to wonder why they're doing it. And the worst part about all of it is, is that they're doing it with a medium that has been literally known forever to be the forefront of pushing boundaries and what they do is with the movies is the complete opposite of that. And, and, and that's kind of upsetting as someone who maybe I don't know the most about comics, but I certainly have like a huge soft spot in my heart for, for the medium. And, and it's like, it just, um, it really hurts to see something that is supposed to be super provocative Not all the time, but as a medium. Something that is super provocative and super... um,
3: At least super edgy.
0: Either grotesque or just, like, extreme or, you know, just even the history of it. Like, I read something that, uh, you know, came out in the 70s and I was sitting there sweating that I was reading it. And I was like, I can't let people know I just read this. This is fucked up. And then they make these movies. Like, even with the characters that they're choosing, they have horrible, fucked-up storylines in the comic book universe, and then they decide to be like, yeah, well, what if it was, like, you know, nothing? And, of course, it's to make money. Of course it's to, you know, be able to have children see these things and to buy the toys and to market it. Of course it is. It just hurts when it's a medium that is supposed to be boundary-pushing. It becomes something that, you know, you're commodifying outsider art and turning it into mainstream blockbuster stuff and again that's fine it's just it gets ridiculous when you have like you know uh I don't know it happening all the time like I realized really quickly why I'm glad I have not kept up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that's because I would just get mad because I'm like where is the where is the boundary pushing it's just non-existent Um, the other thing that I wanted to say that I was holding on to was that, um, when, when we were driving home, we talked about exactly what you guys were saying about, uh, you know, why does it get washed down? And I, I don't know if it is because of how movies are made now. I don't think it's a symptom of that. I think it's just a symptom of commodification and money.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, Sorry,
0: I was holding on
3: to that. No,
1: no, yeah, I just, I was thinking about why they tried to, like, make Carnage more sympathetic, but I guess that's just because it makes for a more interesting villain and in the one that was in the comic <laughs> books where it's just, like... Rampant destruction for no reason yeah. is like pretty boring. Like comic books are not perfect. It's not like all movie no, no, ad- adaptations all. are making them worse necessarily. Like maybe that's making it better. Just, just funny. Oh,
0: comic comic books are rough. No, per- you know, they're <laughs> they're serialized perfect. weekly. You know, they they people work on them until they're fucking fingers bleed and then they put them out and then they're like oh god i messed up like all these different things and like the story's going nowhere and i don't know what i'm gonna do next week like it's it's but that's also some of the charm to it like you kind of go with it if you see panels that fucking suck you're like you know what there's a human on the other end and that's okay but then you get things like this Where it feels like an AI generated it and you're like, I don't know if there's a person on the other end. I really don't have any idea Uh, until we found out it was Tom Hardy and then we realized it was just bimbos and himbos the whole time.
2: (laughs) It's it's not an AI or if it is, it's one of those t-shirt AIs where it's like I have an awesome (laughs) symbiote who was born in December. He has anger problems and he loves to use his tentacle. And it's like, that's awesome. I was was delighted to see him. Tom Hardy shouts out to you. I'm glad this is what you've chosen to spend the rest of your life doing for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) That I will literally never understand. (laughs) That you like to dress down, make yourself look like shit and be schizophrenic. So good for you. Oh,
3: yeah. He looks like complete garbage for the entire time. Yeah, he looks so time. sweaty like and dirty. Covered in sweat. Yeah, like wearing the same clothes for days on end. Do you I think that's it. the
2: hot person's burden? Where it's like the only thing they want to do <laughs> is not be hot anymore? So he had to create an entire <laughs> franchise so he could just be ugly? Yeah, the, they
0: actually, he he was sitting around and they were, they were <sighs> workshopping how to make him look like he's downtrodden and stuff. But since he's hot, they were like, I don't know, just be sweaty, I guess, like. Look like you just got done working out. I guess that's all you can do, really.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry. I can know. we just... I know we're almost done. Can we take a break for like 30 seconds? I just got to pee so bad. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. We're just going to do outro.
2: Yeah. Um, Dean is pissing, folks. He's shooting pee out of his penis. <laughs> and I'm not cutting this. <laughs> that, because he's doing just kidding. that. I'm definitely going to cut it. No. Him. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I Dean's am. Dean's pissing. So, uh, Megan, do you have any final closing thoughts?
1: Um, I was just gonna say, yeah, just relating to comic books. Um, I've like pacing in comic book movies. I always find so strange. But then I was thinking about it during this movie today, and I was like, I think the pacing of comic books is just like bad. Be- like, or not bad, yes. but very unique in that they only draw the important scenes. So there really isn't a lot of like in between. <laughs> scenes in and anything it, it's, so it's they just really go diff- like bam 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 so yeah it's
0: also super difficult to plot ahead like there hasn't been many times unless it's like um uh, its own graphic novel <laughs> like the Watchmen or something like that um but like if it's like a serialized thing like if it's coming out like weekly or monthly and stuff like that like people don't know how long their contract is going to run so they don't really you know they'll come up with some kind of end goal but like a lot of filler and a lot of kind of dancing back and forth between ideas and like gauging how people react to certain things happens a lot um and so i think that doesn't convey super well on in movie form Mm -hmm. right because there's going to be a lot of things where like in a comic they would go forward with something and be like oh shit like people really liked carnage. I'm just going to string this story along for a while until people get bored of it. Or if people really want to keep it going, like we'll just keep it going for as long as we can. Um, and that kind of give and take with the audience is there. Whereas with movies, you don't really have that. Like you're supposed to have the finished product. So Mm -hmm. to go with the pacing of a comic book in movie form, you really have to, you know, really work hard to be able to pull it off.
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Obviously, this movie didn't try very hard to do that. I think it just thought, like, wouldn't it be cool if we had similar to comic book, um, like, chronology? Mm-hmm. Well, and that was pretty much yeah. it. <laughs> no Marvel movies try hard,
2: like, at all. They were like, w- they
0: were, yeah, they were like, what if we bounce back and forth sometimes? <laughs>
2: uh, I, wouldn't that be cool? I can't it's like a comic book. To watch Venom 3, uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I could not fathom what it's going to be about
3: yeah what, what are we hoping for from venom 3 uh, i've 3? already said i just want it to be uh clerks but with venom
2: yeah no i don't want any yeah i want the
0: scenes. return of jay and silent bob for venom 3
2: uh yeah that would be I, so epic i literally don't want any any action scenes at all i want a three stooges style escapade where tom hardy uh, Venom Tom Hardy And hell you know what why not Carnage Woody Harrelson are like living in a single Apartment trying. I to like it. that I yeah. would like to
3: see uh, maybe Eddie is going to prom with one girl And Venom is going to a prom with another uh, Girl uh, And then they have to sort of Go back and forth and switch Between each other and Carnage like is Trying to like, cool. like a eviscerate sitcom. her
2: Yeah like Carnage is trying to Walk too close behind that that girl They're going out with at night <laughs> Just to scare her. <laughs> That's Shit. the most. I remember, thing You can do. I,
0: I remember one of the things I was trying to say when I was muted earlier, and that one thing was, uh, wasn't it really cool when Eminem played the Asian convenience store lady? That was sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're
2: we're bringing back the rap skits. That's what Carnage Three is all about. <laughs> and as we approach the Carnage one Three hip hop and twenty minute mark of. Almost as long as the movie itself, for what it's worth.
3: Yeah. Uh, Definitely I mean, no
2: gonna... one has talked about Venom for longer than we have. Tonight. Venom 2. That's certainly <laughs> true. Uh, tune in for my seven and a half hour movie podcast where I talk about Venom Venom 2 with myself. And I don't know. Look at what Jenny Nicholson said, maybe. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> YouTube's a scary place. But thank you for listening to this, the episode on Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I'm sorry I couldn't stop talking about AIDS. That's the full title of the movie, <laughs> by the way. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Take it easy, my friends. Bye-bye. See ya.
1: They botched it.